Hey everyone, a little note on this episode. When we recorded it, unfortunately there was some kind of technical issue with Skype or my brother's computer, I'm not sure which, because there's a little bit of popping and a little bit of hissing and some noise when he speaks. Wasn't too much. I got rid of any parts that were really bad and did my best with editing and stuff to take care of it. Hopefully I did, but in case there are any little, some audio issues still, my apologies in advance. Now, I want the show. Welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. I'm your host, Al Sedano. And <laughs> stop looking at me. I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> what did you say? I see you staring. <laughs> then don't look at me because I'm looking at my screen. I'm trying to get the comic book ready. I'm trying I'm to be professional here. I'm not touching you. Yeah. Do you see me? Do you see me touching now? Uh, yes. And if you can't tell from that um, mature display, my guest today is my brother Joe. Hello. Hey, hi, Joe. Hello. Here. In yes, in our studio. Yes. In the uh, in the Adam Warlock cave. Yes, the Warlock cave. Yeah. Via satellite. Via satellite. So today we're going to be doing Deadpool vs. Thanos number one, which is the first issue of a four-part Deadpool vs. Thanos uh, miniseries. From when did this come out anyway? I think 2013. 15. Oh, yeah. I probably shouldn't say things if I'm not sure of it, right? Yeah, why not? It's funnier that way. <laughs> We're trying to be... Well, all right. Uh, warning. <laughs> the things I say aren't necessarily true, but... I, I want to help out, so they might be true. It's possible in some world they are true. If I say I think before I, I give a fact, then it's not a real fact. Just you, so you know. You have Just been like, warned. Yeah, you have been warned. All right. So we're going to pause here quick, and I'm going to drop in the synopsis so everyone's going to know what's happened in the book. And then we're going to come back and talk about it. Pretty simple. Right. Okay. So making sure you're good with that. What do we do in the meantime? Do we wait? Yes. You wait while I do the synopsis. And you need to do it now? Yeah, sure. I'm going to do it now. Okay. All right. Deadpool vs. Thanos number one. From Her to Eternity. Written by Tim Seeley. Art by Elmo Bondick. Colored by Ruth Redmond. Letter by V.C. Joe Sabino. Assistant Editor, Heather Antos. Edited by Jordan D. White. With a cover by Trad Moore and Matt Wilson. Cover dated November 2015. Original cover price, $3.99. This series starts with Thanos rescinding his curse of eternal life on Deadpool and killing him. 
It then jumps back to yesterday, when Deadpool is on a privately owned island as he is trying to kill the owner. The owner is Doctor Doom. He succeeds, but while he's leaving a message for Tony Stark bragging about the kill, Doom gets back up. Doom says he was dead, but came back somehow, and then blasts Deadpool off the island. While drowning in the ocean, Deadpool has a near-death experience, which he's happy about as he gets to spend time with his love, death. However, instead of a conjugal visit, he just sees her trapped, begging for his help. Back in the land of the living, Deadpool has made his way to another island, Tino Island, the home of the Black Talon, Master of Voodoo. It turns out that Doom was not the only one. No one on Earth is dying, and Deadpool that was the Black Talon's fault. Black Talon is able to convince Deadpool that he had nothing to do with it, but has noticed that Deadpool has a curse on him caused by Thanos. Deadpool is now convinced that Thanos must have kidnapped Death, and he has a plan to rescue his honey. He steals a ship from Cable to find Thanos in space. Unfortunately for Deadpool, Thanos is a lot tougher than he assumed, which is why Thanos was killing him in the beginning of the story. While dead, he is able to speak to Death, who begs him to find her. While this is all happening, a mystery villain shows up on Tino Island looking for Deadpool, and we also see that the Guardians of the Galaxy are looking for Thanos. Back on Thanos' ship, he has revived Deadpool. He used Deadpool to be able to communicate with Death, as she won't speak to Thanos. Even so, Thanos still loves her and wants to free her. He offers to pay Deadpool to assist, but for Deadpool, this one's a freebie. Since this is a newer story, this hasn't been reprinted too many times, but if you can't find the original issues, you can still find it in the Deadpool vs. Thanos trade paperback, and digitally on Comixology and Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Black Canary, is your hand okay? No, it's broken, but my heart is mended knowing that we got Rico into a safer home. Indeed. I can't believe that he was able to survive suicide slums all by himself. Oracle, let's make sure he has the best birthday ever. Ashford, you want to go in with us on a gift? I don't do birthdays. What do you mean you don't do birthdays? I'm tired of birthdays already. How can you be tired of birthdays? Every time I look up, someone is having a birthday, Black Canary. And they just can't have one birthday. It's always, my birthday is on Tuesday, but the party is on Saturday, but my parents are coming in on Sunday, so we're having the dinner on Friday. By the end of the week, according to the logic of birthdays, the person has aged five years. Dude, birthdays gotta stop. If the birthday stopped, that means the person is dead. Hmm. I think that's existential. Subscribe to Feathers and Foes on iTunes. Follow Feathers and Foes on Twitter at Feathers and Foes and email at the Feathers and Foes website. Did we do it? Yes, we did. Amazing. It was, it was epic. It was. It was pretty pretty good. I feel like I read the comic book again. I know. So, Deadpool versus Thanos. Well, overall, what'd you think? Um, you know. It's pretty good. It's hard for me to, to 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 say how like one comic is when it's a one of a four part. You know, they're setting things up. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm with you. I get it. I'm there. But okay. we haven't really got. We haven't had the full ride yet. Plus, I'm I'm confused about certain things. I'm not sure if they that if I miss certain things before this series or if they just if they just made certain things up and they will explain as they go along. All right, we'll get to those in a minute. We'll get to those in a little bit then. Okay, first off, let's start off here. Thanos. Do you like Thanos? Let's start off the character, main two main characters, Deadpool and Thanos. Do you like Deadpool or Thanos? What do you think of them? I like Thanos. Thanos. Everybody likes Thanos. Yeah. Of course. He's great. Deadpool. I like Deadpool. He's funny when... Uh, I don't read a lot of stuff with Deadpool on it, but when I do, 
if I mean if they have the right person doing it, he's hilarious. He's pretty funny in here. So they got a good good writer for Deadpool. Yeah, it seems pretty good. The the jokes seem pretty 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 funny. You know, like right off the bat, I think it's funny. He's like, it's a joke, Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really want to fight Thanos. Yeah, that's right on the cover. It's like I was kidding. Tim Seeley's the writer, and he's a decent writer. Um, I don't really know of him writing much things of Thanos. Usually, I mean, ninety percent of the stuff by Thanos of Thanos is written by the same guy, the guy who created him, Jim Starlin. Yeah. And I was wondering if that's why it's more of a Deadpool book than a Thanos book, because it's like, look, I'm not the guy who does Thanos, so he's kind of got to be, like, the big wall. You know, he's there, but we're not going to, you know, it's going to be Deadpool more dancing around the big wall. Because I'm not going to waste too much time. I'm not going to try and do what I can't do, let's say. He's like, I'm just going to do as little Thanos as possible, so he's there, and he's right. And if if I don't do too much, he'll be right. And I would. It seems like I mean, pool comics or the or the, or the comics that you kind of know. Like, listen, it's going to be a little silly, you know. Yeah. And that's fine. That's for me. That's great. I, I I don't like every comic book being silly because then it just takes away from all, all the everything that uh, isn't. It's not. Yeah, that isn't silly. But when you have somebody like Deadpool, he is the silliest character, and he's hilarious. At least in this issue, they have not made Thanos silly. No. He's the straight man. Yeah. You know? Except, instead of getting a pie in the face, he crushes Deadpool's skull. Exactly, and that's funnier. Yeah. Alright, so starting off in the beginning of the book, the first page, we have the little Twisted Toy Fair Theater thing of the two action figures talking to each other. Do you remember Twisted Toy Fair Theater, Joe? No. Oh, you never got to read that? No, what is that? Is that something that was on Wizard? Yes, it started in Wizard. Or, no, actually, not, well... It might have started in Wizard, but Wizard had like a magazine called Toy Fair, which was basically Wizard for toys. And I used to buy it because they had what they called Twisted Toy Fair Theater, which they would get the figures like that. And they would do like a whole little comic story with them. It would be a couple pages in the middle. Basically, it was a comic version of Robot Chicken before Robot Chicken started. I kind of do remember you showing me this. And there were some pretty damn funny ones. And they, they even had a couple of collections of just their strips, you know, so you could just buy the Twisted Toy Fair Theater. I wonder if that's on uh, Raw Unlimited, because I would like to read that. Probably not, because since it was Toy Fair, they not Marvel, it was everybody. Whatever they can get oh, a figure oh, oh. for. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It'd be like Iron Man and Superman hanging out. But so that's what this little front page thing of uh, Deadpool, you know, introducing the book was like. And so Deadpool's given us an idea of, let's see, when this took place. It looks like it took the series took place a few years before it came out. Oh yes, it's right before 2013 relaunch of Marvel Now. Yeah, and at this point, this was like this is this series came out during Secret Wars. Secret Wars. All right, the Secret Wars is uh, right. Is that is the Secret Wars before the planet uh, everything gets destroyed or right after? That was that was what? Yeah, that was just the planet being destroyed and then after. Secret Wars is when Doom's in charge. Yeah. Okay, all yeah, right. Everything got destroyed in, like, Secret Wars number one. That's when everything died, finally. And this is taking place, would you say, before or after? Before, a couple years before. Okay, all right, yeah. There was a story called The Thanos Imperative, where he uh, ended up, like, being stuck in another universe called the Cancerverse for a while. I think it takes place, like, right before that. Was that a Morlock in it? I don't think so, actually. Did Adam Morlock have cancer? No. Oh, no? Oh, that was, uh... Captain Marvel. Uh, wait. 
Was Captain Marvel in it? There was a, the evil version of Captain Marvel from that other, so yeah. Good enough. So, we'll get to that in probably a couple of years. Anyway, so we get past that page, which I'll probably try and get a copy of, picture of and put up on uh, the website, because it was a good... Yeah, you should. That's funny. And it starts with Thanos beating the crap out of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And telling him that... What's he got? A sword in his arm? He's, yeah, that's a sword in Thanos' arm, right? And he's like, why are you bothering me? Yeah. Meanwhile, Deadpool's on there. He looks like every limb is broken. Uh, he's very, he's he's got no insides. Yeah, especially after that punch. Uh, so the next page. So yeah, so we start off with uh, Thanos on his spaceship beating the hell out of Deadpool, and then we flash through the flashback part to Doom's private island, with Deadpool uh, sneaking on there to assassinate Doom. Is there a reason why he's doing that? Is there something before this story to like? Is he? Does he? Why doesn't he? Why is he trying to kill Doom? Do we know that? Or, um, I don't know. They don't. I mean, I could see people hiring him to kill Doctor Doom. I could totally see that. But it says here he used money he got for something else to uh to do this. But I know at times they've done the things where Deadpool's trying to like show how he can be a great hero, but he does it wrong because he's Deadpool. Yeah. So this could be that, and that's why he's calling Tony Stark. And it could just be something that they haven't explained yet either, right? Possible, but I think it's I, I think it's probably more the I want to be a hero. See, Tony, look how cool I am. Can't we be friends? Right, yeah. Although, as much as I said Thanos was not played as a fool, I feel like Doom was played as a bit of a fool here. I didn't think that was the real Doom. When that happened, I was like, he was killed way too easily. Plus, does Doom really have such great hair? Have I never seen... Doom, you know, takes such great, great care of his hair. And it's so long and flowy. I kind of imagine Doom's head looking like Darth Vader's. Oh, yeah. You know what? I guess I never really thought about Doom having... I, I just never thought about Doom's hair. But, yeah, I guess you're right. It would probably be more like Vader's. His whole head would just look like Darth Vader's, all scarred and ruined. Or definitely not long. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him with long hair before. Yeah, because remember, when he first got the mask put on him... It was like iron hot when they finished making the mask, and he had to put it on him right away. His skin melted to that. Like, taking that mask off initially probably, like, ripped skin off and everything. His head looks like a burn. He's a burn victim all over his head. That's what I figured. But then, then they could have him have long hair because it didn't hit his head. Scalp line's still good. Well, no, but it was the mask. I think it was the whole mask that he had put oh, on. Oh, you mean, like, the hel- the whole helmet? Yeah, I think, he- I think it was all of it. Because he's stupid. He's so smart, and then he does something like that, and that's pretty silly. Because remember, people like Doom and Thanos, they don't give them some kind of weakness like that, mental weakness. There's no reason. You're like, well, how do they lose it? They can't lose. You know. So Doom's problem is his ego. His ego gets in the way of himself, and that's why he loses. And that was it. He even said, I remember that issue when he had, got it on. He says, pain is for lesser, you know. He's like, bring me the mask. And they're like, Master, it is too hot. It has not even cooled yet. You know, anyone else would have went, oh, good job letting me know. Don't let me do anything stupid. When it's cool, bring me my fucking mask. We're putting it on. We're going to start this Doom stuff. No, no, no. Dr. Doom, they tell him, but Master, it's too hot. You're telling me it's too hot? Fuck you. It's not too hot. Put that on me now. Pain is for lesser men. Doom feels no pain. Put it on my face right now. 
I feel like I feel like he'd have a lot of problems in life if, if he did that with everything that was too hot. No, Doom. It's too hot. You have to put oven mitts on. Doom, we don't. That's why it, there's a warning in the menu. Okay, you you got the uh, you know make your own tortilla things at Chili's, but it has and it comes in the sizzling dish. It tells you it's hot. Bah, Doom can touch it. All right. This is why you have so many scars everywhere, Doom. <laughs> but then again, Doom is also a genius. I mean, to be fair, Doom, it's possible Doom might have fixed his head anyway. He could have fixed his wee hair again. He's that smart. Yeah, I guess he wants a wig, and he can get a wig too. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I couldn't believe. I, I still have not accepted the fact that it's him. And one of the writers long ago established Doom using Doom bots everywhere, and a lot of people have used that anytime, like. The writer on Fantastic Four doesn't learn, or you know, somebody doesn't like that Doom did something. They're like, nope, wasn't. Him. Oh, that wasn't real. It was a Doom bot. Exactly. <laughs> Doom has become Shaggy. Playing. The song wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant from. from uh, no, no, not Shaggy. I thought in, you meant Scooby Doo Shaggy. No, he's not sitting there going zoinks and running around for Scooby snacks. He's the guy in this. You know, wasn't me. But I saw you making up a storm. Wasn't me. But Wolverine, let a match, Arcade, let a match on you. Wasn't me. You got your ass kicked by Squirrel Girl. Wasn't me. So, yeah, Doom is not dead, whether whether it is Doom or not. And, of course, he just blasts Deadpool out. I'm seeing Doom smell the roses. I'm seeing him get shot in the chest. And then he and, gets up. Yeah, and then he gets up. And he shoots Deadpool back. Yeah, doesn't seem to be bothered too much about it. He's like, oh, I guess I should be dead, but I'm not. That sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> and now Deadpool's dead. And he's and so he's now in a like a near death experience because he can't die, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's what they said in the beginning that Thanos apparently cursed him <clears throat> that he doesn't die, he won't die. Now, is that something that they just made up right now? I mean, is that his origin? That's not his origin, right? That's not his origin. I I think they've had at least one interaction before, so I have to assume it happened then. What Could you, like, sum up real quick what the actual origin was? Of Deadpool? Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, it was kind of similar to what they did in the movie. He was joined Weapon X because he had cancer, and um, he gained of superior abilities and uh, healing factor. Oh, so he never was kind of like, was he always like Wolverine or has he just become Wolverine recently where he can never die? I think he always is able to heal from a lot, but I guess the never dying thing, because I mean, he still was always able to heal from quite a lot of stuff, but I guess now they've, I guess it's now at a point where he can't die at all. Okay. All right. They probably just did. They probably. Uh, my guess is what they did with. Uh, they probably did the same thing they did with Wolverine, which is keep on adding on how much takes. And they're like, all right, well, we gotta, we gotta make it a reason for this now. Yeah. Now, whether the last time him and Thanos met, which I think they have met, I'm not a hundred percent certain, but I know there was like a, uh, a, an annual years ago called like Deadpool and Death, where they established that Deadpool and Death had a, you know were liked each other. So it, that could have been the time they had Thanos in it. And okay. You know. But either way, so he is here in his near-death experience because as Thanos is in love with death, and like we said, it's not that they're in love with death and like we love killing. It's we're in love with the Marvel personification of death, you know, the character of death himself. They both love her. 
Although, while Death has always basically treated Thanos like crap, they've actually shown that she does like Deadpool. Yeah, she seems to have a lot of faith in him right now. So, he's in a near-death experience in what looks like a hotel room with, uh, looks like 70s porn mustache and hair. He looks like, I mean, I get the feel for the way he's walking around. I don't know, I get the feel that he's like the, um, what's that movie? What's that movie with Marky Marks in it and he's a porno Boogie star? Nights. Boogie Nights. You know when they're trying to get, they're trying to steal from that guy who's uh, walking around in his robe uh, listening to Jesse's girl on the on his stereo and the little Asian guy's walking around setting off fireworks? Oh yeah, I remember that. That's that's the guy I picture him being. I think that was, right an there. Actual, I think that was supposed to be John Holmes who's an actual actor, porn actor from the time. Oh yeah. I'm that looking. guy in Boogie Nights, that character Boogie Nights, was going to jump. I think so. That's cool. I didn't know that. To the internet. That's what I'm doing. I know. I hear you typing. Click, 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 click. Did you give uh, Death a voice in your head when she's when she's talking to Deadpool? No. Why did you? Yeah. <laughs> Wade Wilson. <laughs> Please. I think she's going to sound more like a chick, you know, more hot chick I, to him. Yeah, well, she looks like a hot chick, and so, yeah, I never gave that. Vo- I never gave her that voice to me before, but I've never seen her in a mirror <laughs> trying to be all spooky. Yeah, I found some images of him, although we'll, we'll stay on it, but yeah, it's, I think it's John Holmes. I think that's who he's talking, and I think that's who he's looking like right now. Oh, okay, so well, I would be correct in trying in thinking that he looks like him. All right, yeah. good, go for me. So, yeah, so, yeah, but, yeah, he's there in the hotel room, and Death, of course, is trapped in that mirror, and something's, she needs his help, and apparently then goes away, so. Wait! Yeah, we end up on that boat where he gets a, he needs a ride to some island. Oh, does he tell her? Does he what? Okay, she doesn't tell him. Why does he, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why does he want to go to that specific island when she doesn't tell him why. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's just because of the guy he thought of Black Talon. Yeah, he figured it out on his own. Who's a voodoo priest, he's like a voodoo villain, but wearing a chicken outfit. Yeah, he does look like a chicken. Is that his real outfit? Yes. Did they make him, did they, like, well, does chickens, he always look are, like a chicken? Well, chicken, yeah, more or less. I mean, chickens are, like, and roosters are big in voodoo culture. So that's why originally when they made the costume up, they made him look like that. It's just... For the Deadpool one, they're making doing a little more comical with it because you know yeah, okay. chickens are funny. They did. You see the scene where he's loving the chicken. <laughs> I mean, he's not. That's Deadpool imagining that. I know, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Comics come in all shapes and sizes. Coming soon from the Fire and Water Podcast Network. It's Digest Cast, a new show dedicated to our beloved pocket-sized treasures from that bygone era of the 70s and 80s. Hosted by the Fire and Water Podcast team of Robin Shag, and we'll be joined from time to time by special guests. It's Digest Cast, because big things come in small packages. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. They look so happy together. Yeah, they do. 
Well, he does. The chicken looks like it's ready to run away. I know. The chicken looks scared. Death looks like she's smiling, which is kind of hard to do with the sultan. Yeah, I think that's as best as you can do. I like it how he imagines, like, he imagines the skin, the, the bone death. Like, he doesn't imagine the, the, he doesn't think of the pretty girl when he's thinking of her. He thinks of the bones. Yeah. And I like how cocky Deadpool is. I'm an unkillable mutant merc who regularly outsells Superman. He's a violent dork who collects shiny rocks, and his brother looks like the love child result of Spock roofing Wolverine. <laughs> How I don't really he... see that analogy too much with the uh, with the brother, but it's still funny. <laughs> How tough could he be? And of course, we show. Yeah, no, he's gonna be tough, you moron. Yeah, he's dead. He's Thanos. <laughs> he's pumped. I mean, Deadpool is like almost paste. You can see his ribs. Yeah, and a lot of blood. A lot of blood. So you said you had some questions. Have we got up to those parts yet? We have questions. Um, I think that the main question was, like, what does this have to... I think you answered them, really. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you've answered them. Uh, if there's anything else, I haven't got up to them yet. But the main ones, you definitely answered. So, yeah, I like the little showings, uh, the, little, the little fantasy Deadpool has of, like, okay, what I want you to do is make everyone think it's Doctor Doom. Because I'm pissed at him. And I like Thor asking if he's ready for a hindquarter hammering, which just sounds very prison. Wait, where is that? On the page, oh, yeah. the same page with the yeah. chicken. Oh yeah, I'm still looking at the chicken. And then he steals one of Scable's spaceships. And he takes the dump into the bathroom. He's like this. In the meantime, I'll ask my dear old friend Cable for access to one of his spaceships in the future, and you see Cable shooting at him. <laughs> So that was funny. He's like, damn it, I you son of a bitch. <laughs> so Deadpool's dead again, and actually, you know, and he's there talking to death. Oh yeah. Yeah, now he's in the in the ice now. And we actually get a little bit of real emotion from him. He's, oh yeah. He's actually sad there. Well, I mean, Deadpool, when you were actually reading, like, the better Deadpool comics, yes, they are funny. But it's like they say, like, most comedians, there's some darkness, some tragedy in there, some sadness in their life. And Deadpool, the better writers, have done that, where, like, yes, it is funny and hilarious, but there's an underlying tragedy. Like, he's trying to keep, you know, it's like most of the time Deadpool's doing this because, well, A, he's crazy. But also it's because he's trying to keep himself from going, you know, the other type of crazy where you just curl up in a ball and never move. He's going to have some issues. Somebody who looks like she, he really you know, looks like shit, too. Yeah. We have that. And so, of course, he's worried about her now. And the zombie uprising, <laughs> the political, the zombie political uprising, <laughs> the zombie 99 percent. Yeah. With the little signs, right for the unliving. We were dead first. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, you can't go bossing from... for zombies. Yeah. He's like, all these people are coming back to life now, and um, they're getting, you know, they sold their rights. Like, you can't go bossing around making us carry crates of cocaine and eating people without an honest wage. My only issue is, I have no idea who that guy is. The, the guy talking? Yeah, the guy who shows, not the zombie, but the guy who incinerates the zombie and shows up to talk to, uh... Oh, yeah, I have no idea either. I think that was my next question. 
Yeah, I don't know who that is. I tried looking it up, but I couldn't find anything that tells me who that is. The only possibility, it's a character named Ajax who hates Deadpool, but that's not what I remember Ajax looking like at all, so I have no idea if that's really supposed to be him or not. Does he talk in black and white fonts? I don't remember. But then again, he does have an upside-down A on his shirt. Oh, he does. I thought it was just a triangle, upside-down triangle, but you're right. It is, or it was a V, but no, you're right. It's upside-down A. So maybe it is, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I didn't know. I don't know that character at all, even the character you think it is. And we have a little cameo by the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, who's the, who's this guy? Um, Gary Blood. Ah, Thanos, especially back in his first early appearances, had two minions called the Blood Brothers. Okay. And one of them has died. This is the other one. How did his brother die? I don't know. Do they have any powers? They are basically... Uh, well, they have two powers that I know of. One... There was some kind of thing with the two of them where, like, when they were close together, their strength would increase. Okay. And they're also kind of vampires. Right. Okay. But, yeah, if you read those early Thanos, especially, like, the first appearance even, that's who was working for Thanos in his first appearance, the Blood Brothers. Cool. Yeah, i never seen them before. So he's taken out by uh, Star-Lord. So I have to assume the Guardians are going to show up in this miniseries and other issues, obviously. They're looking for Thanos, too. Because they're always looking for Thanos. What's the reason now? Well, I have to assume people are not dying. Thanos always has a thing with death and everything and screwing with that, so... It's a reasonable thing to think. It's the same reason Deadpool went to look for the Black Talon. Yeah. He's like, you're the guy I know that brings the dead back to life. Dead are coming back to life. Let me, you know, I'm going to talk to you. You know, Thanos is always doing things that involve death. Yeah, I can't see Avengers being fooled by uh, by uh, Doom doing that. That, that. You know they'd all be like, that's not Doom, that's Thanos. Well, Thanos it, did that. It's hard to tell on that page, because some of that stuff is obviously a Deadpool's fantasy, because Thor yeah. is not going to say, ready for a hindquarter hammering. <laughs> but I'm, pr- I'm fairly certain the thing with Cable is probably true. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because in fact, when he's talking to Death later on in the ice... He says, I took a number two of the tank of Cable's toilet. Yeah. So he didn't just leave a deuce in there. He took. He did an upper decker. Oh, in the tank. You're right. He, he gave him the upper decker. <laughs> I kind of, I just read past that. I think I didn't, that went over my head. So that's why, like, I'm looking at that page. Like, I don't know which is the fantasy and which is the reality on that one page. I think you have it. I think you have it right. I think him taking the jet is, um, it what really happened. But with the Avengers being like, oh, okay, Doom's a bad guy. Yeah. I think he's just thinking they're all that dumb. And all, and with Thor saying that. And also, I, I wonder if that's supposed to be kind of like a bit of the way that, that, that Deadpool sees the world. Like, he's that crazy that he can't tell the difference between what his imagination is and what's real. Yeah, I think so, too. Which is why which he makes talk- it funny. Which is why he talks like he's he knows he's in the comic when he says, I outsell Superman. Yeah. Because he is in a comic, but in the other hand... What is it, the fourth wall? Yes. Yeah. Because he is in a comic, but he should, you know, he's a character. Like, you know, he shouldn't know he is. Except that he's that crazy. He's aware, he's so crazy that he's aware of his existence. Exactly. 
And then Thanos, that we get the twist that Thanos actually brought him to life, back to life, because he knew. He's like, for some reason, death will actually talk to you. So he did something magical or science where he could follow Deadpool's soul and basically spy on him when he was having the conversation with death. So he's like, okay, I guess I need you. Yeah, and that's the that's the the Thanos, you know. That's definitely how Thanos would be like. All right, well, he wouldn't let ego get in his way. He'd just be like, "Okay, I need you. What do you want? You want money? Here." Yeah, but that's a, definitely a Thanos plan too. Okay, look, I'm gonna kill you violently. I'm gonna truck your soul and see what happens. And if it's useful, I guess I'll bring you back. And if not, well, then you're dead, and I don't really don't give a crap. Yeah, and that's what happened. But Deadpool, because that's his girl, is not going to take the money. This is a freebie. I would have taken the money. We end the issue now with Deadpool and Thanos working together, although we don't know who the villain is yet. We haven't even no. seen a hint of who they are. We have no clue. No. No, we don't. There's a, there's a, we're not really sure where the story is going yet. Yeah. But yeah, it, was a good, it was a good start, at least. I, you know, it set everything up. It was a fun little story. It's not an important Thanos story. I mean, I don't think you need it. I didn't think Thanos was used horribly. You know, I think if they keep the rest of the series where it's that, you know, it's Deadpool with Thanos in it, as opposed to a Deadpool and Thanos book, is probably for the best. So you keep mm. Thanos from being too much of a comedy. Yeah. But I mean, it does work since they have a, a, everything is shown that you know, while Thanos is in love with Death, Death kind of is just like stringing him along. You know, it always seems like Death has him just on the hook. You know? Yeah, that's the way I looked at it. Yeah, he's useful, he does stuff, but really, she's like, uh, you're a little freaky. Yeah, he's a little yeah. bit too obsessed. Yeah. He's like, I gave you half the world, I killed half the world for you. He's like, I didn't ask for that, that's my job. Yeah, wasn't that the problem, like, when, the, like, Infinity Gauntlet? She's like... Yeah, he killed half the people. Yeah. She's like, you did too much, and you're not too powerful, like, I'm not, you know, you're too much above me, I can't date you. Yeah. Why well, did, I never asked you to do my job for me. Yeah. You just, you made me, you made me worthless now. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. But, and Black Talon was fun. Who? He was entertaining. Black Talon, Chicken Man. Oh. Yeah, he was good. It really, everything was good in this comic. It was a good comic. Anything else you thought about from this one? Is this comic going to be part of, like, wh- what happens here? Is it part of, like, the uh, main continuity of Marvel? Uh, universe, or is it just like it's just a side story? I'm sure it's it gonna be part of the continuity, but I mean, unless something happens in the next three issues that's really, really major, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's gonna go back to Thanos doing whatever he's doing, Deadpool doing what he's doing, and Death, you know, basically treating Thanos like crap still and being in love with Deadpool. Like, I don't think there's really anything that they're gonna need to like reference a lot. And especially since it's before the Secret Wars. Yeah. I mean, everything gets thrown out the window anyway. I think the only they time won. this will be referenced again is if any time Thanos and Deadpool are in this are involved in the story again. All right. Uh, that's, the only thing, that's the only thing that makes it hard about the Secret Wars. Like, they throw everything out the window. I don't mind if they throw everything out the window, but they really haven't explained like what's really... From what I read after Secret Wars, they haven't really explained, like, What's really going on in this new universe? Oh yeah, like with the both Spider-Man being involved, being there. I don't with anything like with anything that I've read before and after. Like I haven't read a lot of Spider-Man before. 
I don't know. It just seems to like that a lot of things got changed around, and I'm not really, sh- I'm not really sure what's going on still. The stuff I read after. Yeah, I, I've only read. Um, I've really only read so far the Avengers book, all new Avengers. I've read the first six issues of that so far. So all I've had, a, all I know is okay. I got to deal with that. My, the new, the the new Spider-Man, Miles, is part of the world now, and that's it. Yeah, that I know. Yeah, he's in it. It's uh, with Spider-Man. And they're together, which is cool. I don't have no problem with that. How is the new Avengers? It's not bad. It's fun. You know, it's the different characters. You know, it's like Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America, but it's you know Tony, still Tony Stark, Iron Man, but it's the Falcon, Captain America, and it's the Jane Foster Thor. Because Captain America is dead, right? No, um, retired. Oh. Okay. I think he was. Right. Or, or I think at the time he got old again. I forget. They did something to him. Well, I remember in Secret Wars he got old, and then him and Iron Man fought at the end of the... Uh, at the ex- Oh, the no. thing before Secret Wars, the time runs out. Time runs out, yeah. The time runs out, but before, well before... He's old, at time runs out, and him and uh, Tony Stark were having like an epic battle to the death as time was running out, literally. Yeah. And... They they made it seem like he, they were both killed. I haven't I haven't remembered seeing him after Secret Wars. No, he's back. He has his book. Steve Rogers, Captain America. They're both Captain America now. I don't really know how that works. Yeah, it, is, it seems like they never they haven't explained a lot. They're just like oh. Yeah. I'm just like reading as I get a chance, one issue at a time. I'm starting the Avengers book, so I read what I had. You know, reading what's available on Marvel for all new different Avengers, and then I'll go to like New Avengers and read that. I was trying to get an idea because all this stuff is happening. Like it's fairly close to like the story's fairly close to times running out. Just wondering if you noticed anything before. Yeah, not that I remember. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It was a good, a good comic so far. And I'm guessing maybe this this they're saying this still counts. I don't know because I mean this came out during Secret Wars. Uh huh. But since it took place before it, so. But then again, they've also done a lot of Deadpool miniseries and Deadpool verse and Deadpool and. Yeah. Because so, he makes money. Yeah. I'm sure they'll just take what they want. <laughs> if they want it to be part of the story, you think they'll they'll have it. If they don't, they'll just ignore it. Oh, it's Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah. So far, I don't see any reason why they would stop this. They would say this never happened. I just think that it's going to be, unless something really crazy happens, like Thanos do something really goofy or something like that. I think that's just going to be something that took place. It did happen, but there's no, there's nothing in it that they're going to need to reference. Like, you did take a shower the other day, but you don't have to talk about it. People don't need to know. They do need to know. It doesn't ha- it doesn't matter in your life unless somebody asks, did you take a shower? I tell them. I took a shower today. I mean, that's what I think this is. Like, for a lot of things, like, yeah, they're in continuity, but it doesn't, unless it really makes a, diff- a change, who cares? Just assume it happened until they give you some reason to believe it didn't. You know, they're bringing up the the, uh, Marvel Universe, and so I got this universe in my head, and it's always under construction and being like, nope, (laughs) nope, that didn't happen. We're changing this around. Why? Secret Wars! Secret Wars! Secret Wars. Any questions, see Secret Wars. Secret Wars explains everything. Secret Wars! (laughs) But it doesn't explain... Secret Wars! Secret Wars! You can't say anything. You can't question. It's Secret Wars. See Secret Wars. You need a Secret Wars intervention. Yeah. Secret Wars explains everything. Well, it doesn't explain anything. It just says it's the world. You know, it's no, just I, the, know. I read enough just, of it. I know what happens. 
Yeah. I just don't think it explained everything. But, no, oh, well. it, it didn't explain anything. It just said Secret Wars, everything starting over, Secret Wars. <laughs> Is that what you tell people? Joe, where were you from work? You were supposed to be back at work five minutes. Secret Wars. My universe was destroyed. This is a different joke. And I come back from lunch now, so shut up. But yeah, it was it was good. Looks like it'll be a good story. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it had a good start, so let's hope they don't screw it up by the end. And if they screw it up, we'll make fun of it. Exactly. Guess what? It's feedback begging time again, where I beg you, please do something feedback-wise. What can you do? Well... You can go on iTunes and leave us a review. Preferably five stars, but I'll take anything at this point. You can also send us an email for your thoughts, criticisms, poems, whatever. Resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com Go visit our Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com New episodes are posted up there, images from the issues we cover, and whatever random stuff I think of. You can also find similar things on our Facebook page. Just type in Resurrections into the Facebook search box and it'll help you find it. Also, the show is on Twitter now. It has an official Twitter feed, at AdamThanosPod. I'd like to thank a few more people for liking our Facebook page. So thanks to Herman Lowe, Grant Richter, Cassio Lima, and Raj Kumar. Also, when I put episode 53 up on Twitter, it was liked and retweeted by Trucker Talk and John M. Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Now it's time for the Friends and Enemies segment of the show, so in case it's your first time listening, this book, Deadpool vs. Thanos number 1, had a cover date of November 2015. So we're going to mention right now the other Marvel books that had the same publication date, November 2015, that either Adam or Thanos have appeared in before, and we've covered that title already on the show. Now, because of Secret Wars, we're not going to have a lot. We're only going to have three, because like, there's no Fantastic Four book there's, this month, there's no Iron Man book, there's no Avengers book. Because Secret Wars is going on. But we do have a couple. So first thing we have is Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps, number four. Uh, there's no title for the story. It's by Kelly Sudakonic, Kelly Thompson, Laura Braga, and Powell Pantalera. Core vs. Core. Captain Marvel and her team are pinned down by the Thor Corps, and the squad is in no shape for a firefight. If they can win the battle, the Carol Corps will have one way out of the mess. Up. They'll shoot for the stars, but what they'll find will shake their world. Amazing. Yep. And uh, what do you got, Joe? Oh, wait. This, this thing says Daredevil 2014. Well, that's just the name of the, the year the book started. You don't have to worry oh, about it. Oh, I'm say sorry. Daredevil. Daredevil 18 by Mark Wade and Chris Samini. How do you say it's, his name? I think it's Samini. Samini. <laughs> the final chapter in the autobiography of Matt Murdock is written by someone who may surprise you. Not everyone survives this phase in Daredevil's life. Find out who lives, who dies, and who is changed forever. I want to read that. Yeah. No, the Daredevil, that Daredevil series by Mark Wade is supposed to be really good. Cool. Uh, although I am annoyed that both of them don't have a title for the issue. What do you mean? Well, like, the, like if you notice... Deadpool vs. Thanos number one, the story is called Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, no. Sorry, no. It's From Her to Eternity. That's the name of the story. But there is Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps number four and Daredevil 18. There's no title for the story. Oh, okay. Like, I don't like when they do that. I like when they give each story a title. 
So we should send them a letter. Yep. And finally, we have Thor's number three, The Thunder Room. See, that was a title. By Jason Aaron, Chris Sprouse, Goran Saduka, Carl Story, and Dexter Vines. After a series of brutal and mysterious murders, the Thors have finally brought in a suspect for questioning, Loki. But how does one get the truth from the Prince of Lies? The ultimate Thor is about to find out. Now, is this girl Loki? Is this little boy Loki? Is this dog Loki? Which I Loki are we talking about? I think we're talking about just grown-up male Loki. Grown-up male Loki. He seems like he's always something different now. Yeah. Hasn't he been, how many times has this guy been reincarnated? Uh, a couple. Right, uh, as long as Well, as long as he's still an awesome character. I guess I, that's all that matters. I like him as the kid and the young adult and the teenage Loki. They're the most fun. I can't believe they made him a girl. That, that was before, but he was still evil. Yeah. This show can now be found on Stitcher. In case you don't know what Stitcher is, Stitcher is Radio On Demand, a free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discovered from 20,000 others. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store. Stop it, November 4th, 1988, Earth is invaded by an alien alliance composed of several species, including the Dominators, the Kunz, the Danigarians, and the Durlins, and they want our superheroes. Even though Australia has been decimated, the United Nations response is unequivocal. Drop dead. First Strike, the Invasion Podcast, takes you back to that moment in time and covers the entire Invasion DC Comics crossover, issue by issue. Tie-in by tie-in. Join Bass and Siskoid at fireandwaterpodcast.com or on iTunes. First Strike, the Invasion Podcast. A proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Remember, Melbourne. All right, so that's it for Deadpool vs. Thanos number one. Uh, we'll be back next month for number two, and Joe will be back for that one too. Yes, so let's deal with it. Anything that you want to say, Joe, before we go? Um... No, I don't. I don't think so. Is, uh, do I have to say anything? Should I say no. anything? You don't have to. I can always edit that part out. Yeah. Do you have anything? Do you have anything to say? No, actually, I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does uh, the audience have anything to say? Well, do you? Probably not. If you if you do, call now at this phone number. In, then now you add the phone number in. I don't have a phone number for the show. How are they going to call? They can't. <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> but they can email us, resurrectionspodcast oh. at yahoo.com. All right. Let's read some emails. I don't have any. Oh, no? I thought you were doing one email a uh, show. Yeah, but I, I don't have any more. Oh no! Nobody's calling in. Not, I, haven't email email? In I haven't got an email in a while. Oh, all right. Well, I'll send an email. Wait, we look. All right. When do we play out the music? Yeah, I haven't got an email. I mean, 
unless you count the email from Je Jennifer Vita, $40 gift card inside and your artwork on Vita. Hi. Well, Jennifer, we're so glad that you're a fan of the show. <laughs> Hi, I wanted to reach out and welcome you to join Vita as a collaborating artist with the enclosed $40 gift card. I think you've heard from Erica from our artist relations team in the past, but I wanted to reach out to you directly to make sure you know how serious we are about working with you. We think your work is perfect for Vita and that your designs will translate beautifully into apparels and accessories. Ooh, to that end, please enjoy the following $40 credit for Vita. Please feel free to use this code towards a complimentary $40 model scarf featuring one of your designs or toward any product of your choice. I don't like this chick. She's trying to she's trying to change the format of the show. Yeah, but I could design a scarf. You can get an Adam Warlock scarf. Ooh. Adam Warlock and Thanos scarf. I need to answer her right now. Call now and you will receive one free Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast scarf. Yes. Call now. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended or happening or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peaceloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. Adam Warlock is not in the show, but still got Thanos, sort of, with Deadpool. Da, da, da.